Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Charlie Begg. And I'm Laura Brodnick. LB, tell me about your weekend plans. What are you up to this weekend? No, it's a long weekend here in New South Wales and a few other places. Normally if there's a long weekend, I run home to Queensland, but this time I'm staying in Sydney because I've lived here for six years now and I feel like I should start embracing the city. Yes. So I'm just doing lots of catch up with friends, beach time, and actually spending the day with one key Reese and her little girl (gasps) tomorrow, which will be a fun time. Yes. Little spill reunion. What are you doing? So I am heading out. It's meant to be beautiful weather, so there's a big start of summer party on the harbour. Oh, wow. You're tomorrow. always so fancy. And then I've got a girlfriend's birthday dinner in Bondi on Sunday. So yeah, just lots of beach and lots of drinks. Yes. It'll be lovely. And lots of book reading, binge TV watching. Is there anything like you're saving up to watch? Yes. Well, Love is Blind, the next four episodes drop oh, tonight. Of course, of course. So I that's forgot what about I'm that. doing when I get home and I cannot wait to have a glass of wine in hand. Oh, I love that. I'm guessing it's... you're watching some TV, movies. Well, the spillers have been sending me, ever since I talked about my TV right the other day, I'm still getting multiple DMs a day. So I haven't got back to everyone, but I'm working through the list. But they've given me so many good suggestions. I'm going to kick off, like, watching some of those suggestions. Yes, I can't wait to hear. I want the suggestions after yes, you watch I should them. put them all into a list and put them on the spill. I'll do that, guys. I don't know when. It'll be a surprise whenever it drops. Well, we're ready. <laughs> Speaking of things to watch, it is Friday and that means it's Weekend Watch. We have two, I think, pretty exciting recommendations today. But first, there's one entertainment story we have to talk about. So Katy Perry is back in the headlines this week and that poor girl, it's not for anything good. This time around, she has been blasted. That's what the headlines are saying. I actually think it quite works here for attacking and tricking the weak because it's come out that she has been suing for many years this dying war veteran who's in his 80s, Carl Westcott, and he also has dementia. So, you know, already not looking good for her. So what we know is that Katy Perry and Carl Westcott and his family have been engaged in this three-year battle over this home that's valued at $15 million in Santa Barbara. And so apparently Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, who's you know, also involved in this, but I don't think getting as much kind of clap back, are now suing the family. They want the home. They also want compensation. And now Carl Westcott's son is suing Katie and it's their family who are saying that she's this evil musician who's attacking and tricking this poor dying man and is really blown up into this whole kind of messy lawsuit that Katy Perry is not coming out of looking great. 
Katie, what are you doing? It's Love's just un- a legal battle. Love's it's, a legal battle. She does. And yeah. this is the unfortunate thing. If this was a one-off situation, it still wouldn't look great for her because the optics are, even though some different news outlets are digging around the Westcott family and, like, one of them's a reality TV star. Yeah, and Orange said, County, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's for your people. I don't know about that. <laughs> and has said some very problematic things in the past. So now, like, that's coming about the family and people are digging into Katy Perry and what she said. But basically, she's locked in this legal battle with a dying old man over a home in Santa Barbara. So that's not looking great. It doesn't look good at all. And what makes it worse, it's not the first time she's been embroiled in a very public, ongoing legal battle. Or the second time. Or the second time, exactly. This girl's gone three times. She's gone for, like, the triple act when it comes to suing poor people because... And I'm not super across this because I know you were very involved in it. She sued another woman whose name is also Katy Perry, which we should say is not her real name. That's her stage name. Yeah, so I've been following this for years. So it's Katy Perry versus Katy Perry. I love this. Everyone needs a hobby. This is yours. Okay, it's a bit complicated, but it's just interesting that they've both got the same name. So you've got Australian fashion designer, Katy Perry, Katy with an I-E. Right. You've got American, Katy Perry, not her real name, stage name. Because her real name is Catherine Hudson. So technically yeah. Kate Hudson, but that name is taken. Yeah. By one oh. Kate Hudson. Yeah. yeah the yeah, plot yeah, thickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it all began in 2009 when Taylor, as in Australian Katy Perry, applied for the trademark of Katy Perry for clothings. She'd been selling these clothes under her name, Katy Perry, since 2007. And U.S. Katy Perry's lawyers came out and challenged it and then Taylor, Aussie Katy Perry, got on YouTube asking the singer to allow them to both live their dreams and have the name Katy Perry. I know, right? And it kind of quietened down for a few years. But then later, the U.S. Katy Perry came to Australia and sold her merch under the name Katy Perry and then it all kind of came back out again. Come to this year, it's been 14 years and Australian Katy Perry celebrates the end of the battle. She won. It's all good. It's all great. No, it's not. (laughs) Katy Perry decides to appeal. US Katy Perry decides to appeal. I kissed a girl Katy Perry. It's appealing, yeah. Then Australian Katy Perry goes on a current affair and says she has no choice. <laughs> she went straight to a current affair, pulling out the big guns. Obviously. That's where you go when you have a problem. And she says she has no choice but to keep fighting the case, which will likely head back to court. So, friends, it's not over. So if anyone actually managed to follow along with that story that went back and forth with the two Katy Perrys and thought it was batshit insane, which it was, wait, there's more. There's an even crazier legal battle between Katy Perry and some other people. We'll get into that after the break. So Katy Perry, not content with suing a poor old war veteran, not content with destroying the life of a young Australian entrepreneur, in 2014 set her sights on another target. And this was the Sisters of the Immaculate Heart, so a group of nuns. It's not funny when I tell you what happened to the nuns. So basically, Katy Perry wanted to purchase this beautiful convent in Los Angeles that she wanted to turn into a residential home. There were nuns living there at the time. I think they moved out later. It's very kind of messy. But she did the deal with the people who actually owned the property, which was the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. And then two former residents rejected her as a potential buyer. So basically the nuns like, we don't want Katy Perry living in our convent and we don't want her to turn it into a home. And they rejected it. So then the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, like kind of in conjunction with Katy Perry in many cases, started suing the elderly nuns so that Katy Perry could buy the home. Wow. Seems like your prayers have been answered. 
So it sparked this huge legal battle that went back and forth for many, many years. And I mean, this is not funny, but one of the reasons that they didn't want Katie to buy the property, apart from the fact they're like, it's a convent, we should preserve it. Also, we don't want a pop star living in something so sacred to them. Yeah. Like that would have so much meaning to them. And it's like, oh, she's going to come with the money and take it. So they found this video of Katie that they used as evidence for the fact that they didn't want her to buy the home. And it's her in an interview saying that she would sell her soul to Satan to become famous and to be successful. Because I swear I wanted to be like the Amy Grant of music. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't work out. And so I sold my soul to the devil. Now, yeah, whether that was enough. a literal deal with Satan that she was doing, we don't know, or it was just a turn of phrase, the nuns were like, this is not a young lady you want living in our home. She grew up quite religious, didn't she? I she think I did, remember yeah. watching her documentary and she said she came from quite a religious family. She, yeah, she grew up in a very religious family and she tried to be like a gospel Christian singer yes, for many years. Yeah, that's how yes. And then she reinvented herself as Katy Perry when that didn't take off. So, you know, maybe she had some past trauma there. We don't Good know. Good girl turned bad. What makes it kind of not funny but just wild and just a bad look for Katy Perry is that because the nuns were elderly, some of them started dying towards the end of the court battle. And so the headlines at the time were, Katy Perry has killed a nun or she's had something to do with it. Did she bow out at that point? No, no, she kept going. I think (laughs) like at the end, I don't think she ended up winning the case at the end. And I mean, she probably should have bowed out earlier. But one of the sisters who was fighting her, Sister Catherine, very sadly died in 2018. And then one of the other sisters that she was having the intense beef with, Sister Rita, said publicly that Katy Perry has blood on her hands for causing the death of Sister Catherine over the legal battle. This <laughs> Your is face is just like insane. I don't know. I feel like I've been living under a rock when this was all I happening. I can't believe you didn't I have this. no idea. I, I know this? about Katy Perry versus Katy Perry, but I do not know about this. This is wild. And the fact that she's now suing a war veteran after just, killing yeah. nuns. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Again, allegedly killing nuns. Sorry. We don't know what happened. Asterix, allegedly. Like, she's obviously made a deal with someone. I don't know who it is. I'm not going to say anything, but, but like, something has gone down. You know stress can do to you? Like, heartbreak stress, that can kill you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there is. The part hands. that's interesting is that she just kept going. It came out that she was suing these poor little lovely nuns and they were doing press and saying, like, Katy Perry's trying to destroy us. And Katy Perry was like, I'm not backing down over this. And it went on and on and on until one of them's dead. And then the other one's calling out Katy Perry for killing her and, like, cursing her soul publicly and Katy Perry is still like I will not back down and it just kind of kicked on and people were having just a lovely time with this story which is actually quite dark and sad so it's probably a good thing you missed it. I look at the woman who dances with rainbows and lollipops in a whole different way now. None killer. I think even just from a PR standpoint like if that was me and my PR assistant came in they're like one of the nuns has actually died and the other sister is now publicly cursing your name and condemning you to a life of hell. So my personal recommendation for you just from a brand perspective is to let this go and maybe make a donation to, like, one of the nuns' charities or something and just, like, step aside. So, But she said no. Yeah, Katy Perry, I don't know how you sleep at night. <laughs> the Weekend Watch. Okay, for my Week and Watch recommendation, I am recommending a new Australian dramedy that has only come out this week on SBS and SBS On Demand, and it's called While the Men Are Away. Australia's at war again. Join the Women's Land Army. Well, I for one think they'll make a good fist of it. You can call me Frankie. Well, okay. Where do you want us to start? Uh, it's a big job. Women can do big jobs. Oh. 
They can. Adorable. Don't worry. I'll tell you my girls have never lost a harvest. He wants to take over the farm. We can't let anyone know what happened to Harry. The enemy has never been closer. We have to go to the police. It's a brave new world with the men away. While the men are away. Have you heard of this? I have. I've been seeing it everywhere, but I don't really know much about it. Okay, you need to watch. I think you would really like it. So it's set in the 1940s Australia in the midst of the Second World War, and it follows this woman called Frankie, whose husband's away at war, or is he? We'll find out, on this apple farm. And they have this thing called the Women's Land Army, which was a real thing at the time. So, like, you know, there's no men around to do any of these jobs. So women were sent out to farms and that sort of thing to do different jobs. So you have this group of young women from the city who were there to kind of help her get this farm going. But it's also like a reimagined version of what could have happened to these women at the time. So it's based on fact, but they've kind of taken it in a whole new direction. So there's some sexy scenes, some of the women fall in love, there's fights, there's intrigue. And it's just a really interesting look at what could have happened in Australia during this time when women like finally were able to have jobs and have power and run things and to see how that actually affected them. So it's a really amazing cast. It's beautifully shot, serious at some points, but then it's very funny. There's some very cute sex scenes and it's just a really lovely watch. So while the men are away, all episodes are out now on SBS On Demand. Highly recommend you watch. It's one of the best Australian series I've seen in a long time. That sounds great. So mine's a little different and as usual, I've yeah. reality TV because that's all I seem to watch in I'm my I'm not going to say anything. No, it just takes me away from my life and pops me into someone else's that's far more dramatic than yeah, mine. Yeah, I mean, that's what good TV will do, so yeah, that's okay. exactly. And these are actually real people that I can stalk on Instagram. <laughs> it's awesome. So the show that I'm recommending is Summer House. It's got seven seasons on Hey You. I don't want to spoil it, but recently I saw some headlines in the news that two of the main cast members were engaged and very abruptly ended their engagement. There were public statements on Instagram. The girl went on her bachelorette trip after they broke up and wore all black. Anyway, if you're wondering and want to watch it, Summer House, it follows a group of nine friends that they're hardworking, like early 30-year-olds in New York, but every weekend they go to their summer house in the Hamptons that they've rented out for the whole three-month period. So you see little snippets of them working in New York, but mainly it covers mostly the weekend from Friday night till Monday morning when they go back to the city. If you could describe this summer in like one word. Shocking. Why do I need your blessing? What you're saying is absolute crazy pants to me. Mayhem. Everybody. I just want to go home with our dogs and be home. It's never felt like this ever. I don't want a camera. No cameras. You got it. I'm going to reach a certain point where I just don't give a my ex-boyfriend and I dated for a four year. Yeah. But he cheated on me with you. There's hookups, there's drama, there's lots of fun, there's lots of rosé, there's a margarita machine every <laughs> season, but it's great. I, I don't want to watch Summer House, but I'd like to go to Summer House, please. That's Same. everything I like in one space. I know, I want to go as well. And there's a few cast members that go the whole way through. I'm watching season three right now. It is fantastic. And it's just, it's a good, light, easy watch. And you can stalk them on Instagram at the same time. So that is Summer House. Seven seasons on Hey You. Seven seasons, well. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. Bye.